before we, like I said, before we shoot your load. Typo, oh, typo, typo has an early load release. So we got to got to get in and get out or else as long it's all as you're gone. not who cares <laughs> yeah right as long as i as long as i get mine who gives a fuck <laughs> yeah what you drinking over there what are you drinking uh, yingling oh my oh, man one of the boys favorite i normally go with pbrs just because they're fucking they're cheap oh, dude, you just won me over you just won me and luke over in two phrases <laughs> yeah i can't stand people shit on pbrs like they're actually pretty good and like I don't know. Maybe it's just the white trash in me, but they're, they're I don't know. I like them because I, I guess I like uh, I spent like high school and like college in like Tennessee is where I was at before mm-hmm. I joined. And like, yeah, no, like I, I, I drank a lot of Bush Light, Natty Light, PBR and like PBR is like the classy one of the white trash beers. So yeah, I'm like, I'll, I'll right. be honest. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. There is a lot of people, especially in this community, that, like trash on light beer. And they fucking mm. they just hate it. And I'm well, like, dude, that's I've had IPAs of, and they're not lot, fucking good. That's because a lot of libertarians are fucking neck bearded IPA drinkers, dude. Like, let's <laughs> yeah. be honest, man. They are hipsters. And I like they an are. IPA from time to time, but it depends on the situation. Like, but light beers are great for like day drinking. They're amazing yeah. day drinking beers. Uh, like, uh, cause well, I have like, yeah. I drink like that all the time. That's yeah. mostly when I drink is yeah. in, during, well, I drink at night too, but it's because I was drinking during the day. So it's just a continuation. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, like I, I do, like I have two acres, so I, I generally have a good, I'm decent amount of else. yard work I got to do. Uh, I mean, it's a pain in the ass, but it's a good excuse to like, you know, knock back a couple, you know. So, <laughs> and like, you don't want to do expensive nice beers, and also like a nice beer you want to enjoy. So, like, you just want to like down a fucking a natty. That's the yeah. way to go, you know. Can't tell me times I've gone a little bit too too slosh and fucking ran my my mower into something. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got the riding mower. That's <laughs> a DUI on your riding lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I fucked up pretty good one time, like ran it like really hard in some pavers, you know, like (laughs) going a little too fast. Yeah, I had to make up some story for the wife because I didn't want to be like, yeah, I was really fucked up. (laughs) This expensive mower we have, but I have no idea how to fix, even though I'm a fucking mechanic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I mean, we we were talking before I'm a mechanic, but they the. I'm an aircraft mechanic, but like that doesn't mean I'm a good mechanic because yeah. they like the way the, you I mean, I don't know how it is for you guys, but they, they hyper specialize your skills. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm basically a really, really, really good inspector of aircrafts, yeah. like, and being like, that's fucked up. And like, if it's something simple, I can fix it. And if it's not, I know the person who can fix it. And that's about it. Yeah, so, that's, like, like, <laughs> that's my, that's literally my job right now, but for fire yeah. alarm systems, like I'm really really good at inspecting fire alarm systems i can tell you exactly what's wrong with it but when it comes to fixing it that's not my job so i'd give you a quote for somebody else to do it like that's yeah. like, like it's it's like uh especially in the military it's like uh specialized conveyor belts like mm-hmm. or uh not conveyor belt but um you know automation basically you just all do your one fucking thing and you're yeah. really good at it but you don't do all of it that's for fucking sure <laughs> i mean there's definitely a lot of carryover like i'm good with tools yeah. and stuff like that but it i mean yeah it's i don't know i i've had to like i don't know i had to fix my riding mower for some shit the other week and like it, it's a struggle like but my pride gets the best of me and i i will take my time and try to learn some shit but there's a certain point where like dude this is beyond my skills <laughs> and it's like <laughs> and it's not that much skill. 17 pavers with this thing like i just i just need to take it somewhere somebody else can fix yeah. it <laughs> yeah i mean if it's not the battery 
if it's not some some hose that needs cleared out, if it's not some basic right. fix, I'm okay. This I'm I'm out of I'm out of luck here. It's somebody yeah. else's problem. So <laughs> so how do you how do you find time to do no way Jose between fucking all well your normal job duties, mm-hmm. your family duties, and getting sloshed on the riding lawnmower? Oh, I'm actually not someone who really gets sloshed. I mean, it is like when I do, like probably more of the drinking I do during the day is when I'm doing yard work. And even then, I, I, I'm i exaggerating a little bit. It's, yeah, it's pretty rare that I have that much, but it's probably usually two, three, four beers. Uh, and it's about tops. But uh, I don't know. My wife works nights. And um, so I kind of just, my kids go to bed at a certain time. Um, so I usually try to schedule around when she's working. That's kind of what it bored out because. I don't know. I mean, I can, I, I can watch TV here and there, but I've, as time's gone, gone, gone on, like I've gotten less and less interested in TV and shit like that. So just like, or the, I've never been a big sports guy. So it's like when my wife's not home and there's, I'm not trying to get laid. Like, it's like, <laughs> I mean, I don't really, I just kind of like with my thumb, my ass, like for a while I got more into reading and stuff like, um, oh yeah, and then, Air Force, it, you're you can read, we can't. Yeah, <laughs> like so. I don't know I do like to read, uh, like the nerdy libertarian shit, and I'll switch it up with like comics here and there. But like, I don't know. Like, I just it just it felt like a waste of time. Not that reading's a waste of time. I don't know. I just kind of the, the 2020 kind of really got me into podcasting. It started as like this other project that me and some friends started when we had more time in our our hands. And I wasn't gonna do a podcast. My buddy kind of talked me into it. He's like. Hey, you're pretty good at talking about stuff like this. And, you know, I think people would like you, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, for one, I'm a tech idiot. So, like, it, it yeah. took me a while to like, get into it to even so learn. like fucking yeah. difficult to start yes. it when you're like, I have no idea. A webcam? Yeah. Isn't there one <laughs> built into my fucking computer? Like, yeah. And then you realize it's awful. And then, yeah. like, and then you're like, oh, I'll just use a normal audio. I'm like, oh, my God, that's awful. Yeah, but you're and, kind of a perfectionist, yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I got bored out of that. I just had more. The 2020 gave me more time in my hands because I was military then. And, uh, you know, the way they were doing it for us is we would only show up when we had work to do, uh, which you'd think that would be the way it would be, actually. But, you know, that's not how the military goes. So uh, it basically it meant I worked like pretty much one or two days a week. Um, yeah, that's and, about what normal work we have on a normal exactly. basis. And, and the rest of the time, over five days, <laughs> and the rest is just hiding from leadership. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, see it, how it, many appointments I can get to this week. Yeah. No, near there, there to the end, I legit just would like show up and walk in with like a folder in my hand, and then just leave. <laughs> it's like that saying where you can get into anywhere you want as long as you're like dressed to a certain extent and have a clipboard in your hand it's like everybody just waves you through security it's so yeah, fucking dude. true three quarters fucking... of the time i would just go drive to the med the med clinic and just go to their big ass parking lot and take a nap <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's how the end of, i think everyone in their last like six months in the military is like all the same like you can get away with get with everything you can just fucking bail out i mean there's certain things you have to show up for but most of the time like everyone kind of knows that you're not giving a fuck anymore and they kind of yeah. just leave you alone <laughs> well the problem with me is uh i, I was 11 years as an e6 so it's kind of that part of like, like they were kind of like edging me into like mid-level management yeah and they and i also was like fairly good at my job and like so they were and they were low manned so they were always trying to like edge they were trying to like abuse the shit out of me to like be like <laughs> hey and i legit had shit i had to do because you know you, there's a lot of gay ass bureaucratic nonsense you gotta do to like get out. get out and um like i was having to like it was like pulling teeth to do it and so eventually I just got to a point where like i realized if i even show up and work at all then they're just going to like if you give them an inch they take a mile so it's like while I did kind of feel like a piece of shit, it was kind of like, 
if I want to have any time to do this stuff I need to do, I need to legit just be like, nope, I'm not here. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, cause part of you wants to be like, cause it's your buddies that are like doing work and stuff. Yeah. And you're like you want to help them out, but then, you know, if you do, then their leadership would be like, well, just use him, you know, like, uh, and like, yeah. and they'll just like abuse the fuck out of you. So it's like, I, you just had to just at some point be like, I'm a piece of shit. And I would like legit to my, like my peers and like my underlings was like, don't ask me for shit. And yeah. then like, for, obviously I didn't say it to like leadership, but I was like, I'm sorry, but it's like, I, I legit have shit to do. And if I keep helping you guys, they're going to keep expecting more out of me. And it's actually good for you guys. Cause you guys, need to stop relying on me because yeah. <laughs> that, that's the big thing man that's what i had to do i was an e5 getting out yeah and but i was only four years but uh, like i was an e5 getting out but i ran everything i ran everything for the radio section like fucking everything and i was just and then i was an e5 so now they had a free e5 to throw on like you know range days and things like that because they're like well he's not doing he's getting out so we can throw him and it's not going to hurt us kind of thing. So then I was at the, I went to the range, like usually you do the range like twice a year. Sometimes you'll be like a range NCO. And then I was a range NCO like three times in two months. And I was like, this is fucking getting out of hand. So I just stopped showing up to things. And then they kind of thought I EAS are like, I'm pretty sure there was <laughs> people higher than me that thought I EAS already. Cause I was like, yeah, I'm uh, doing this. And like, there'd be one guy that I'd tell. And it was like, a corporal of mine and i'd be like hey i'm fucking gone so if they ask where i'm at just say i'm gone and yeah usually they didn't even fucking ask because they forget and they don't need me anymore because they're like well this guy they write you off and they and at that point like we had already had problems like myself in the unit so they yeah. hated me anyways and i was like even though i was damn good and they passed all their inspections like they loved me for that and they used the shit out of me for that because they wouldn't have passed without me but after that it was like i fucking hate you and they were like well we fucking hate you too and i was like dope i'm getting you know i'm gonna go do my own thing for the next three months yeah no it's funny i because i did 11 years i genuinely i know a lot of people i don't know how it was for you guys a lot of people complain and bitch and moan and this that but my job really wasn't that hard i mean there were hard aspects of it but generally speaking like as long as you kept your head down, you were decent at your job. People usually, you know, left you alone. If you had decent social skills, you were okay. I mean, there were obviously the occasional leadership who had a chip on their shoulder. But if you're a smart person, you know how to kind of work with that and not really butt heads. But it, I did. It wasn't until like my last year when I like kind of was like, hey, I'm getting out. And that's when I like I started noticing more issues. So I don't know. Maybe it just was happenstance that like they, yeah. I started getting fucked with more. But it, it, I, I think there was some aspect of leadership didn't like the look of someone who was like, you know, over 10 years, you know, like someone who should be a career person, someone who's like higher ranking. It, I think to some extent it probably reflected badly on them in their yeah. eyes. Of like, why is this person that could be a key part of the unit like being like, no, I don't want to do this under your watch. Right. Like, so I, I don't know, maybe. And it was funny, like it was like legit. I had like less than six months left, and I still had leadership trying to get me to get new qualifications for my job and stuff. And yeah. I'm like, dude, like why? <laughs> <laughs> they don't carry outside of the, <laughs> the military. Yeah, yeah, like no, no one gives a fuck that I can do weight and balance for a fucking aircraft <laughs> or whatever. Like, like no one's gonna give a shit. And like, cool, like you're gonna make me like go through all this fucking effort because I mean nothing's quick too with no. certain shit. It takes like, forever. Yeah, so like with certain certification, it would take a long time to get it, and it's like. 
dude, you're going to get like, what, maybe two months out of me, <laughs> like being able to have this certification, like, or whatever, to be able to do this one small aspect of my job. Like, it'd be a lot easier if I use that time to build, you know, set myself up, to build, get out. Because like, for one, I haven't even like set up my disability shit and stuff yet at all. And I've been out for a minute. Like I legit was like Dude, rushing to get the shit out in like the last month. <laughs> I got out in 2016. I still haven't done disability. So like, yeah, Which, I mean, that's like, I, I, I know that maybe some libertarians might get buttered about it, but it's kind of like free money. And it's also like, I don't know, whatever. The economy's I, I, collapsing anyways. Yeah, like, I don't give fucked. a shit. Give me money. Like, I'm surprised you guys haven't applied for it. I know a lot of my friends have and like, like, and I, it's, it sucks because I'm actually in pretty good health. So it's like, you kind of feel like shit, but like to be like, apply for it. But you're like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, guess, I think, yeah, I, dude, I guess my you don't know how many, up. you don't know how many people we met that I was like, what's wrong with you? And they're like, oh, I don't know, dude. I just had, I just said I had some back pain and they gave me like 20%. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, like there's plenty of people that do that shit. And well, yeah. and now I'm probably going to have to, well, now I'm going to, I just had to shell out $400 for a fucking MRI on friday and i have like pretty damn good insurance through my company and uh i was like fuck that's a lot of fucking money you know especially yeah. with like the way shit's going that's fucking bitcoin in the bank baby and i was like four hundred dollars like this is bullshit so yeah i was sitting there and my parents have bitched at me constantly since like i'm fucking 28 man like mm. I, but my parents sit there and bitch at me like i'm an 18 year old failing a class um you know in high school about going to do my disability it's like every year twice a year they're sitting there and we have a conversation and i'm like well i don't want to take the money like i'm i don't want to fucking rely on this money blah 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 blah. and now i'm kind of like before i would have relied on it because i had no fucking money i was fucking mm -hmm. broke and um that kind of pushed me to like find a better job you know being so broke and now it wouldn't be money that i'd rely on just because i have money I have a decent amount of money to live decent lower middle class, maybe middle, middle class, you know, yeah. like I'm on that spectrum where I'm like, I'm making decent money. I can afford things. And, uh, you know, the VA would fuck that money would help right now, especially with like having to pay for doctor's visits. And I'm pretty sure the injury is service related and my fucking arm went numb, like, like completely numb my left and right or my left fucking forefinger and thumb my index finger and thumb completely numb and it's been numb for three weeks three yeah. fucking weeks and they're pretty sure it's like either a ruptured or a, um a uh, ruptured or degraded disc in my neck like two of them yeah uh, and that's what the mri was for and i'm just like fuck dude like, I don't want to, I don't know. Probably how much, from the Marine Corps. Dude. Yeah, that's definitely that's from probably Corps. from the Marine Corps. <laughs> yeah. And then, my, and then of course that same, like this week, my sciatica fucking nerve is going fucking crazy. And I think it's because I've been holding myself different. Cause I know my neck's hurt and I'm stressed what about nerve? it's the sciatica. So it's like at the bottom of your back, it's the one that you have problems with all the time. You just don't know what it's oh. called. Yeah. A lot of people have issues that are sciatic. A lot yeah. of people have issues that, yeah. Yeah. But, so like, I'm just like, well, I better go do disability. But the only thing I did for disability, there's like one sheet of paper that you have to do within a year of you getting out for the first, like your first year of being out. There's one sheet of paper that if you do that and submit it to the VA, they send you a letter back. And when you go and do like your act and you finally go do your disability stuff, you can get back paid all the way from the date of your end enlistment. And so I did that paper. Thank God. So maybe if it does happen, I'll get back paid. And with the way my neck and back and 
um, some other things are working out. I and <laughs> the giant ringing in my ears. Maybe I'll get a decent little back pay paycheck, which would be nice. Yeah. Yeah, no, that'd be dope. It's it's funny. A few years ago, I probably would have been like, no, I don't want to take welfare from the government because that's basically welfare in some Oh, that's regards. exactly what I did yeah. at the beginning. That's why I didn't take it. Yeah, and now I'm at this point where like, it's almost like this like conservative to full-on anarchist pipeline or some shit because yeah. now I'm like, fuck them. Give me the money, bitch. And like, yeah, yeah I don't, I don't I like, I get it. Yeah, you definitely shouldn't rely on it. Like any, any sort of paycheck you're getting from the government, you should do your best to not be reliant on it. Cause it may end up like, you know, like we're seeing with the pokey poke now, Yeah, it might be this thing where like, if you're reliant on it, they're going to bear that in mind and be like, Oh, you're, you're reliant. Oh, well, you know what? Now you don't get it unless you, you fulfill these certain things we want you to do or whatever the fuck, you know? So yeah. I mean, and, and, and a lot of people are like, Oh, well they can't do that. Well, it's like, well, I mean, at the end of the day can. they can. So and <laughs> like, they are. Yeah. So I yeah, mean, yeah, I haven't heard of any like situations like that yet with like disability or like VA stuff, but I dude, wouldn't surprise me at all. You know, that'd be so. fucking wild. I didn't even that'd think be about a way that. to get the but black that's... community, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus no, that's that's the way to get the the uh, white community, man. That's the Republicans <laughs> on welfare right there. Yeah, no, I mean, you like... already got him, dude. The military, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, that's uh, did you see? I just saw like literally. 30 minutes ago, um, Sean Hannity tweeted out that he has three cadets coming on a show tonight, uh, November 4th, for all those that will be listening to this on whatever day I fucking release it on Monday, um, that he has three cadets from West Point that refused their, uh, refused the shot and they got dropped out of West Point. And I'm like, that's fucking wild because West Point's weird because, you know, it's like a military fucking college to go to the military but it's a university too that you can get like an actual degree and so they're just they just dropped them and there's been a lot of people that have been getting dropped from classes and things like that because they're not vaccinated all across the spectrum but it was like a weird spot because it's west point and all that and i thought that was interesting yeah the only thing is the annoying thing like i know i have a lot of buddies that are in the military still obviously because i was in there for so long and i i know a few people who are like we're fighting it or uh, I only know of like one, maybe two that like legit were like, fuck you. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Uh, but like, I mean, a lot of people fought with like exemptions and shit like that, but I mean, you kind of don't really have much ground to stand on in the, in the military perspective. Cause you really did sign your shit away. So it is like kind of this, uh, and it's funny cause they're mostly conservative types. And I mean, you know, all power to you. I mean, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. But it is like this, like, they're like my rights or whatever. And you're like, what do you, what, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's our thing too, dude. Like you, you did sign away your rights. And like, that's why we've been, that's one of the reasons why we started the podcast. We're like, we want to yeah. show you guys how, how fucked you made yourself. Like, yeah. because we did the same thing. Like, it's not coming from a position of like, I'm better than you. It's just like, no, we know because we did it too. But like, let us tell you so you can try and get the fuck out. And there was yeah. one dude that I was talking to that at like got a, he, he got out of the military like two years in after starting to listen to us. And that was pretty dope. I was like, dude, good for you. And like went out and he's doing, I don't, I haven't talked to him in a while, but I was like, that's fucking cool. Um, but yeah, it's like you sign away your rights and you're kind of fucked and they can kind of push you to do whatever, but I'm all for them just refusing. Like the more oh, they yeah. refuse, it's going to be hilarious to watch what they do because like, I don't know, they're already like, they've been understaffed for since I got out in 2016. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. They're uh I was just talking about this with Justin O'Donnell because I guess he I was part of like infantry and we were uh, and I was talking about because it's 2014 that had all these like effects 
where uh, you know in the in the force they did uh, like the 2014 when they did the 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 you know Obama like cut the force the big drawdown. time. And uh, the funny thing is, like the way you know, like we we all know, obviously there's a ton of fluff to be taken out of the military. But where do they do it? They do it where it's going to hurt most the personnel. And obviously, like I, I've always said, I feel like that was like partially a political maneuver because, yeah. you know, like in the military is mostly conservative. And so when this like liberal comes in, it's like we're going to draw back. They're like, OK, well, guess what? It's going to look really fucking bad for you. Yeah. And it kind of did. It, it really wasn't a lot of people fucking hate Obama for that, you know, like because yeah. there were all these sob stories from the military. And like so they went about the the shittiest way they could possibly do, which I'm all for cutting military spending. I'm all, yeah. I mean, ideally I'm for getting rid of it altogether, but like, right. you know, like, like if you're going to cut it, like why, why would you start with personnel? That's like the fucking most retarded place. I to know start. it's the worst <laughs> place to start, dude. But then two years later we had in my unit, we had uh, uh staff NCOs E6, E7, and uh, we had a, a major and they were trying to get our Marines, our junior Marines that just got there to sign re-enlistment packages. So it would bump their numbers up. So they would look better because they had so many people, they didn't have the retention rate that they needed. So they were trying to get junior Marines to sign um, that they could deny, they could eventually deny, they could deny like, you know, before they accepted the orders, but sign re-enlistment papers three weeks after getting to the fleet. And they tried to scare them into it. Like, Hey, you guys need to do this before weeks end. And they're like coming to the corporals and sergeants, like corporal sergeant, do we have to do this? And we're like, no, no, you don't, you don't have to fucking do this. It was fucking wild. No, but it it was fun. It's crazy. was seeing the effects of that because when they drew, drew back, they didn't like, they didn't slow down the mission at all. It kept going. It fucking, it's really creepy. seeing watch them go off with the fucking, uh, with the green screen. It's like, he's just disappeared into the ether. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh yeah no it's like they didn't slow down the mission at all they fucking like they they, they kept everything going like normal and they sit with less people and the way it worked out for like me in the air force is you end up having this like huge gap between like people and experience so like because it basically took a lot of our experienced people that they kicked out and then like so you end up having this like huge experience gap where you were low manned and they were still expecting the same amount and so you didn't end up and then when the, they gave us this huge rush of new guys and we didn't really have the personnel to train them properly and also we were trying to do the same exact mission and there's always whenever you're training someone you gotta slow down so like you know we weren't able to do that so and it's funny now we're i feel like even to this day they're still seeing the effects of 2014 so it'll be interesting i've been saying i think we're gonna see a repeat of that which i've been telling like what i've been telling all my military friends is uh like and this is kind of line i go with obviously i'd like for all of them to get out but i tell them like hey if you're under 10 years in the military, there is no reason why you should be staying. I mean, I guess obviously maybe you can think of some reason whether you have like family or whatever, nope. but like, no, nope. but like, <laughs> but I think financially speaking, like even from a purely like self-interested perspective, I think if you have less than 10 years in the military, like even without all my anarchist mumbo jumbo, you need to get the fuck out. Cause we're, yeah. I think we're about to see 2014 all over again, but way worse and way more underhanded. And I think the, cause I don't know if you saw the culture shift where you guys were at, I'm in the air force. It's a little bit more corporate. Uh, but I know around 2014, we saw a big culture shift where, you know, cause you know, it was always the military was always like the boys will be boys. Like we used to yeah. have like dick pics everywhere. Like yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. we, you know, we were like both that. in Okinawa. Yeah. And, and just to add on real quick, when we, at, at the end of the time, me and Luke were there, it was basically ran by under enlisted guys. Like we ran like sergeants and below ran H and S company more than any like anything else it was crazy to like watch how like yeah when we go and tell people 
at other units, they'd be like, what you guys were doing what? And like, I knew more stuff. I knew more about, you know, like the higher level inspections and then like some of the systems that we use and things like that than guys that had been in since Iraq. Yeah. It was just insane. And we were so understaffed, like at the next place yeah. that I was just like, what the, they didn't have enough people to send on deployments that they were pulling from other places. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, I'm sure, I don't know if you guys saw the same thing. And when you guys probably got this influx of new people, now you, you guys were super experienced, but you probably didn't have enough of you to go around to train these people. And they were probably expecting you guys to do the same amount of shit. So it's like, I'm sorry, I can't slow down to teach you your job. You're just gonna have to figure it on the fly. And so then later, once you guys move up to higher positions, now you have these retards filling your positions before yeah. and they're trying to train other people. And they're not even like trying to be shitty. They're <laughs> training the next group as best they can. But it's like the retards training the retards. Yeah. So it's like it's just this continuing effect. Yeah. And it but just yeah. gets worse and worse and worse as far as <laughs> as far as it goes down. And we yeah. already thought we already thought when we were in that there was retards running us. So it was like, <laughs> damn, dude, like how much more? And I, like I we knew a lot of people back at the shop that uh that we that we were at um especially the one that i was at because our buddy nick uh that's been on the show a couple of times he was still in oki until he came over and he was there for a little bit longer too and he would he would like message me like bro how do i do this because nobody in the fucking shop knows how to do this and i'm like oh can i call you, <laughs> do you have, <laughs> like can I, can we get can we jump on like a, a skype call or something because i'm gonna need to show you some shit and it just gets worse and worse and worse. And thankfully they had some people that were like, but then most of it just fell under the, the wayside. I mean, when I got there, like, like, do you have record jackets like for like gear and stuff like that? Did you guys have that or was all of your stuff online? Uh, not that I can recall. Okay. Oh, you're talking about like, uh, I mean, where I worked on aircraft, we, uh, when I first got there, we, we had aircraft like form. well, I guess maybe not a, trying to think of what you're you're trying so to like equip at. equipment like uh inventory equipment record jackets so like for me like i would have dude it would be good down to like like i obviously i used radios so there's a lot of equipment that goes with a radio so it's like a radio and everything that goes with this radio it's like these mm -hmm. three antennas and it's an inventory sheet and it's like record jackets but we had them for like it wasn't just for like for our trucks there was record jackets for trucks where it's like are all four tires there are these oh yeah yeah, there? yeah we, we like, have those yeah yeah, yeah kind those. of like yeah, your yeah. inspection seat and sheet but, well we have them for every one of our equipment we would have right. shit like that too yes. we, we didn't manage the equipment like, but we would have equipment brought to us and we always had to like check the, that shit and stuff. But yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So when I got there, they hadn't, I got there in 2014, 13. I think, 13. Damn, typo knows my record more than I do. But 2000, they're at the same time. I know. But in 2013, I got there and uh, they hadn't been filled out since 2010. And so we're sitting there doing like a big ass inspection and we're forging signatures on government documents oh, to yeah. get all these record jackets up to date. And we're signing names of people that we don't even know. Like we, we, we found like a couple signatures that they had signed way back, like when, and like even our, the gunny that was there and the officer that was there, these people, the people that were in these record jackets from the last time in 2010, they didn't even know. So like we're signing names of people that have probably already gotten out of the Marine Corps, died and dead. Yeah, probably <laughs> died. Like they came from a night an engineer support battalion. So not at war, probably from a drug overdose back in the States. Um, but like, you know, like we're, we're signing these fucking names all the way up through 2013 and then signing our names. And theirs is like 
corporal this sergeant this and then you have pfc box like an e2 motherfucker signing out the same record jackets trying to and it like it was just a constant that so i'm sure it's probably the exact same and my name's getting written down 45 times um it like in today like today this week in okinawa japan because they just keep forgetting about these goddamn record jackets that come up for inspections oh yeah now the military is bureaucratic nightmare to where it's like people just are just doing shit to do shit and it's funny then you end up like people where the, I know you guys probably have something akin to quality assurance which you have yeah. people who are like supposed to follow up and like check that shit and it's like it's so gay these people get in these positions and then fuck these people who do shit like that but it's like dude you were doing that shit like a week ago yeah, <laughs> yeah we're like let's let's go back to you as an e2 e3 and let's see what you did like can we work yeah. can we run the tape on that because yeah. you, they're sitting there forging signatures too because their corporals told them yeah, but no, but yeah, no, on my earlier point though, I genuinely think anyone who like, even if you don't want to look into theory or morals or whatever, yeah. if you have less than 10 years, I think you're, you really are not seeing the writing on the wall. If you aren't trying to get out or set yourself up to get out, maybe if you have over 10 years, you might be in a position where maybe you have the time to be able to, you know, buy it out, wait it out and, you know, get your uh, pension and all that shit. Maybe. I don't know what the timeline looks like for the shit getting really gay. I think even if you have less than 10 years left and you're till pension, it's probably going to get gay, but you might be able to weather the storm. Uh, but if you have less than 10 years, it's like, why? Yeah. Like why? I get it. What's you have, the like, point? it it's going to get so gay. Like, I think like for one, you know, we're looking at inflation on the horizon. So, and I know, I mean, I don't know what you guys' opinion. I kind of was like, sort of, I'm not necessarily arguing uh, with Justin yesterday, but I was talking about like, I got paid cake. Like my, my money in the Air Force was like I was getting paid way more. Oh than no! Have. Oh boy! So. Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we were we were garbage. We didn't have fucking shit. Like we yeah. didn't get shit. We took pay cuts coming back to the states from Japan, like yeah. bad pay cuts. But I was just looking this up yesterday because we were talking about I was talking about pay, and it's all you can go and look at any of anybody's pay right now in the United States military because it's all set up and everybody gets yeah. paid the same. So it, across the branch, whatever it's by rank and time and service but we yeah, were looking charts, yeah yeah we were looking at the pay chart and it was like uh yeah there's some things that you can pay to extra for but you don't usually get paid less unless you're in trouble but uh for all those that don't know that um but we were looking at the pay chart and it was like an e6 with 11 years it was like sorry uh i'll use a different example <laughs> that's fine <I> <laughs> oh no yeah, i think no, i basically e6, was making was like, like 4500k up texas yeah it was so. like 4500 every uh uh for the month and that was without like um that was without like certain benefits you know it's probably before taxes but yeah because yeah. i because I, I was getting uh i don't remember exactly when i paid so they were over three yeah it's paycheck, all before pack so, and yeah that was, it was every, all and i got paid twice taxes. a month and but i was getting paid over 60k a year after taxes in the yeah in, as as a e6 and i know uh you guys like kind of got out of your first enlistment so yeah i think maybe like having a little bit more time you realize like oh so i don't know if you guys were living in the barracks or the dorms or whatever you we don't have them. a choice until you're okay, married so there you go you guys didn't get the housing allowance yeah so, so you do gotta take that into account i know you're like look i get shit pay but you're like i mean obviously your living condition was ideal but it was also free living so yeah. you were getting free houses. But you weren't having to pay. The other housing. thing was like you weren't having to pay. We didn't for get food. a choice. Yeah, I know you didn't get a choice. I didn't get a choice either because I when I my first uh I I got married and got got out because I probably got married within like the first year I got there uh and I I got out of there but like I think I can't Lucky remember what the bitch. time is I think you got to make like e four and or a certain amount of years or some shit before they let you out of the dorms or whatever the fuck 
and you can live off base. But uh, even then, I know, like, that's the thing. Everyone, when they say, like, oh, I get shit pay, it's always some, like, airman that's in the dorms. And you're like, dude, but, like, you're getting free food at the, at the fucking, at the chow hall. And that, and dude, the Air Force chow halls yeah. were bees. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. we'd go to Kadena, and I got to go to Kadena uh, Air Base, which is in Okinawa. And, dude, we were, like, st- that's, like, five-star restaurant to us. We <laughs> yeah. were, like, let's go. Like, let's go eat at the Air Base fucking chow hall. Yeah, no, dude, people complain about that shit. It blows my mind because, like, I probably spend, like, I mean, especially with a family, I probably spend over 300 bucks every, like, week or two. Oh, yeah. If not more. And, like, dude, it was, like, the BAS, which is a, the, the allowance for food, essentially, yeah. is, like, in the military, it was, like, 350 So, like, like, when I was in, that didn't even come close to covering the cost for my family, let alone even me. Yeah. So like, and it's like, dude, looking back, I'm like, man, I had a pretty cake deal in the dorms because it's like, <laughs> like I would just like raid that motherfucker for food. I know it's annoying because you gotta like go in there get your food certain times. You know, it's and... not like it's like a grocery store. It's like times, but it's like looking back, I'm kind of like, ah, that was a pretty pretty tits deal. All like, right, so like dope. the difference is like <laughs> we had like the Sedexo people that yeah. like fed us, and they were like, so uh, you know, we're the Marine Corps, so we, we eat crayons and lick windows and. <laughs> Then we had the Sodexo people that like, you know, throw shit at other people because they're like legitimately I, mentally retarded. Like I'm, I'm not like, being I'm being nice. They were actually retarded. Yeah. <laughs> they, oh, they no, like, I know what you're talking about. They, they were have like, the same shit for us. Yeah. They're like they hire a lot of fucking uh deficient or we had individuals. <laughs> or we had other Marines. And it's yeah. like, well, fuck this guy. And yeah. it's sad to say, but a lot of them were fucking black. Like, uh, like the majority of the cooks in the Marine Corps were fucking black. And it's yeah. like, damn, I don't know how they got y'all into this. And then it makes a lot more sense. Do you guys remember that story about the guy that was like, I just want to cook KFC chicken for the rest of my life. I deserve a living wage. Do you guys remember that story? No, nah, I don't remember. That oh, one. it was like, it was a couple years back, but it was a vet. He was a fucking Marine Corps vet. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, uh, he was mad. <laughs> he was mad that he wasn't getting a live. He deserved a living wage. He had four kids and a wife at home and they were living in an apartment and he wanted a living wage. He was a Marine Corps cook. And I was just like, damn, dude, not showing the best of us right now. Just not showing the best of us. Did y'all have a, I know we, we had a, we always call them the dream team. Uh, they were the ones who cleaned the bathrooms, like in our, our units. Uh, they was they were like had contracted them out. Okay, us, bro. I mean, we're they the would have a team. We're the yeah, fucking no, dream. Yeah, team. that 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 is like you guys' chow hall was kind of like our fucking bathroom cleaners. So, <laughs> like I, it was it wasn't always retards, but sometimes they 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 always had some sort of disability. Like I remember there was one time I got trapped in the shitter because the person they sent in there was deaf. so i'm just like hey i'm in here i'm in here and they just (laughs) so like what the fuck and so i just had to sit there for like a half hour because it was just so goddamn awkward i couldn't leave (laughs) (laughs) you should have just came out dude just been like hey hey that's hilarious (laughs) that's fucking funny so is uh in the in the air force is drinking just as heavily like endorsed as it is in the marine corps do you think uh i mean i guess leadership and like the uh, you know it as a whole probably no but like obviously amongst like the younger people fuck yeah when yeah. i first joined yeah i was kind of getting that earlier like 
how I was kind of predicting how it's going to get gay soon. It's going to be like 2014. Like along with the, 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 the personnel cuts came a change in the culture. They really pushed through a change in the culture. They started yeah. like making us take down our fucking, you know, like I, I always use the example dong or the maintenance unicorn. We had like a little uh, fucking, he was our uh, mascot. It was like a unicorn that had a penis for a horn. <laughs> uh, and uh, they made us take that down and just shit like that. I knew somebody got kicked out because, that he drew a picture of a dick and it was like in the aircraft forms that we used to work <laughs> on. So they kicked him out over that. Cause That's I was like, this insane. is fucking, this is offensive. And like, so they were changing the culture, but so yeah, that we, we definitely have like, they've kind of shifted the culture to that extent, but it's still at the same point. There's still that like boys will be boys culture in yeah. the military. So there, there definitely is that, but uh, I mean, they're, they're working to change it. And I, I do think we're going to see more of that. So, yeah. well, and uh, you, you know, know, in the military, like, that's my thing. If we have a military, like it's gotta be like some ruthless ass motherfuckers. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. It just has to be like, you can't yeah. change it to this. Like, like if there has to be a military gun to my head is there's a military or there's, or you die then these mother like you got to be a little fucking crazy like you have to be you're going and fucking murdering people well yeah. and let's say you're doing it for the right reasons even like it takes a lot to go through a lot of that shit and if i want to write wagner loves cocks on a fucking porta potty with a dick next to it that's super veiny then i should be able to do that like i if i want to have like i i got in trouble one time because <laughs> me and my roommate had um up on our walls and our barracks room we had we'd get the inked mag like every yeah. every month and we'd put up like the girls that we thought were the hottest up on the wall and we had like a whole fucking wall full of them and we got in trouble finally like towards the end of my uh, like last six months in okinawa we had female lieutenants that came in and inspected the rooms and they didn't like it and they thought it was disgusting and this that or the other and i was like well ma'am i'm not taking it down and then their boss, a first lieutenant, or no, she was, what was lieutenant? What was her name? Lieutenant Belding. I think she was, she had just the became S1? a captain. Yeah, S1. She was the one that was uncomfortable? No, no. She came in and was like, those are some hot women. You can keep them up. I don't care what they say. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yes. dude. She, she, she was, was a fucking Mustang, enlisted. Yeah, she, was she was enlisted and then went, she fucking went knew, officer. Dude. But, you know, there's that, like, I got, a, I got away with a lot of that shit. But, um. Yeah, it, it definitely was changing, but I just think it's like as much as I hate the military, like fuck, I just don't want it to be even worse for the yeah. people that are in. Like it sucks it, for yeah. it to be worse for the people there that was, are in. Especially me being in as long as I was. Like there is that like nostalgic when you first come in. But it's funny, even when I first came in, you talk to people who had been in longer and it was even crazier. I'm like, dude, this sounded fucking dope back in the day. Like I know uh like when I first joined, I met I knew I knew another like probably was basically like me. But like back then, like an E6 with like over 10 years. In, and he would tell me about but when he was in, this is when I first joined, like when he was young and how like he would tell me about the first time when like anyone got in trouble for like a DUI in their unit and how like the whole unit got upset. And then like, <laughs> like, how dare you? Like, how dare you give him a fucking, you know, a minor slap on the wrist for fucking getting drunk off face? Like, who gives a shit? Dude, we, like, found, <laughs> we found videos. There was videos that got sent around and it was from okinawa japan uh camp hansen and it was out in kintown which is where we would go party when we finally got to uh like go off base and it was from like 1996 or something like that and it was like 
it was it was literally like looking through a fucking alternate timeline that's what it looked like because they were doing like the same shit that we were doing but they were allowed to do it <laughs> and it was yeah. just it was fucking i mean i guess it was almost 20 years before uh, it was 15 years before but i was just like damn dude like that looked dope because they didn't have to fucking hide it we were like risking our careers to do it. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of made it more fun, to be honest. Like, let's yeah, be no, real. It definitely does show the culture is shifting. Because it's funny, you even talk to even older old timers. And like, I've known people who were like, uh, say around my stepdad was in, like, they'd be like, they'd be getting fucking stoned before fucking, you know, showing up for work. And like, no one gave a shit. They'd be passing around with their fucking leadership. Like, no one give a fuck. Like, it's wild, like the way it used to be. Like my stepdad, the way he got in the military, is he got an he got the choice between going to jail for some shit he did or joining the military? Like that's how it used to be. Like he fucking yeah, it's unheard of. Yeah, it's unheard like, of now. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, "What? We don't want those degenerates." And like back then, they're like, "Dude, those are our people." <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah. that sounds fucking dope. Like, and it, I don't know. There is this typo. Weird... Dad's got some stories. Yeah. <laughs> it is weird that it's like that. Is there's like this subculture in the military that still has that feel to it that they're still trying to shift out but it's almost like the weirdly the heart and soul of the military in a weird way that they're just slowly just you know trying to get rid of and they and they are succeeding it's slowly going away i can tell you i mean i'm obviously have a little bit different perspective because you guys still have probably a little bit more of that heart and soul in the marines because you guys are the fucking retards but <laughs> like you know we're a little bit more corporate in the air force so we have made that shift a little bit more but it's like a what is it? I mean, you can almost make the case that uh, fucking the Marines are just fucking uh, the Air Force driving the speed limit or some shit like that. You know? <laughs> no, absolutely. I think that I think you're absolutely right. And yeah. fuck all those studies that took place, like women going into combat units and stuff that all took place in the Marine Corps first before it takes place anywhere else, because they were like, if anybody can do it, the Marine women can. And then it showed like it just doesn't work the same way. It just doesn't work the same way. And maybe like, one day it will, maybe, but like right now it doesn't work the same way because there's, there's just a fucking difference in it. And I don't know, the whole fucking yeah. thing is wild. And I just, I just wish with all my heart that it doesn't get worse for those guys. But I obviously see the same yeah. thing that you do that. It's I going mean, generally to. speaking, bitches aren't fun. So <laughs> <laughs> they're not about that it. A, they don't want that, that was a big thing. They were pushing mainly i mean they were kind of pushing the whole time me and luke were in but mainly toward the end of our time was like they were trying as hard as they can to put women in the same position as every other fucking dude in the marine corps it was fucking crazy dude and it'd be like test after test they would do and i don't know it was such a big talking point in the marine corps like half the marine corps was just like we don't want no bitches in our fucking corps (laughs) (laughs) and then the other half were like like not necessarily okay with it but they were just like let them bitches want to die bitches want to die and it was (laughs) just like brutal that was was the way it was dude they were just like fuck if they want in let them let's let's see if they can rumble like let's see if they can last i don't even necessarily have problem with like women in certain positions but the problem is like the way the military works is they don't really like a good example of this is like i'm sure you guys are the same thing there's different pt standards for men and women yes why like dude that was i was just about to bring that up because like they were like researching like oh do we need to bring the women up to the same uh physical standards as the men and right before i got out they changed the standards for both women and men but not to the equal thing they made the men's harder and then like made the women's harder and it was like 
but it's still not equal. And were, all the men were like, if they're going to do the same jobs as us, then they have to do it. Like a lot, a lot of the guys in the Marine Corps, that's, that was like their stance. It's like, if we're held to a standard, they get held to the same standard. Yeah. And then it just wasn't, they were like, Oh, well we reevaluated the PT test for everybody. And everybody's like, Oh, dope. Maybe they finally listened to us. And they're like, we made it harder for men. <laughs> you have I mean, to do to, more pull-ups. You have to yeah. do a better three-mile time. And I think they changed, like, the crunches a little. You had to do more crunches or something like that. The PT test was pretty easy. Um, the pull-ups, a lot of people have a hard time with, especially, like, longer guys. They usually have a harder time with them. And then the running, the running sucks, though. I think ours is definitely the hardest run out of the military branches. The, I mean, the pull-ups, like, most people can fucking do uh across the branches obviously there's different weight standards for across the branches but the pull-ups are pretty easy the crunches are fucking easy as shit you lie everyone lies everybody lies because nobody fucking cares about them because it's not even a real workout and then um the but the run the 18 minute three mile like that shit was hell that shit was that that shit was a living hell yeah dude I, i always struggle with a mile and a half but uh Cause, but I'm fucking five foot five, fucking like two twenty. So like, I max out push up sit ups every fucking time. But like, I like literally am always like right at the bottom of like passing for the run, like cutting it close every fucking time. So I mean, whatever. I mean, who cares? But dude, yeah. ours was weighted so heavy but, for the run. But that was the worst yeah. Part. Did that matter? Like your PT standard matter a lot for like promotions and shit. Not really. It was literally a go or no go, basically. So that's that yeah. they didn't give a shit. It, yeah, it's ours. It's was. very heavily weighted in the in the yeah. military. Like, I mean, if you I, fail, you're Corps, I mean. you're gonna have a hard time. Like, like oh yeah, yeah. Dude, so. No one fails. If you yeah. fail, like they fucking they come after you, dude. Like fucking yeah. vultures. Yeah. No. Uh, I do. I mean, let's. We all know the fucking uh the the. I don't really feel like the fucking because they always give you the fucking bullshit that you like you need to be fit to fight or where the fuck the saying is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like they give you that nonsense for the fucking PT test, but I I don't think I've always said that's more like for long term uh you know health insurance you know costs and shit is what it's more for. So, but never thought about th- that. That's a way yeah. smarter yeah um interpretation well, of that than I ever think, thought. Think of. about the stress they put on the cardiovascular activity. Like most career fields and most like most MOSs in the military, like they don't need to run a mile and a half, three miles. Like they need to be able to run like maybe 40, 40 meters to like a cover or some shit. Like that's about it. Like, and this is where my horse <laughs> blinders are because I was a radio operator. and I was like, I need to be able to run three miles in case yeah. of, you know, of anything. And uh, yeah, that's totally fucking true. It's way more of a, when the fuck do you can run three miles? Well, no, if I, if, if I was in combat, like you gotta be able to like move around in fucking combat, but I never went to combat either. So it didn't fucking matter. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it wakes, it, honestly, that makes way more sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've never heard that before. Yeah, yeah, that's always been my theory. And it just blew like, my fucking mind. That they Air Force guy shows it. up one time and we're like, we're learning. <laughs> well, if you think about the way the standards are. I know for, for I mean, they put so much stress on the cardiovascular, uh, cardiovascular aspect of it. You know, the running. And then I know they do the waist measurement for Air Force. So these are good determinants of long-term health. Um, you know, cardiovascular activity, like, I know a lot of people in the Air Force bitch because they do the waist measurement and they're like people bitch that like, oh, well, like because I, I knew a dude who was like six foot six once and like he was he was actually skinny, but he would always cut it close on because if he put on any weight at all, he probably would have failed the waist measurement just because he was legitimately big boned. He's yeah. a big motherfucker. I mean, people would be like, well, that's unfair. Like, well, if you're looking at it from a long term health perspective, not really, because 
that motherfucker, like, I mean, I'm kind of thick, but say I wasn't thick. Say I was like of the same body fat, same, like basically build as him, but at my height, I'm on average going to live longer than he will just because, you know, a body over decades and decades, it takes, it takes more stress on the cardio, takes more stress on the cardiovascular system to be able to support life for something that large. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's why you see like bodybuilders or they're like in generally good health in a sense. And they end up like having like heart attacks. Cause like, if you're 350 pounds, like that's, that's more work your heart has to do. And yeah. so over time that shit adds up. I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm overthinking being autistic, but the whole point I was getting at, it's like, even the, the, the military is kind of retarded. Like I have no problem with like uh, women being in certain positions, but it's like, at the same time, it's like, well, can you do the job? Because like, yeah. I know my job. That was like, the biggest thing. Yeah. Like it, they don't have, I mean, I always thought they should do some sort of like physical test for individual MOSs. Cause like, I agree. there's, there's aspects of my job that was like, uh, I mean, yeah, some women can do it, but most women generally are smaller and are just aren't going to have the strength to do certain things. For example, uh, there's a like fuel shop in my, uh, like we, there are people who work on the fuel systems of the aircraft right. and a lot of those people, they have to go like inside of the fuel vet, like the fuel so you gotta tanks. be small enough to go. Yeah. But they don't have any sort of like way that <laughs> out. So it's like, you're literally just getting random people. Like, wouldn't it make sense to be like, you need to be below this height and, and this like weight or whatever. Yeah. No. They're just like, we got to have this equality. And it's like, yeah, but no, you're going to end up with a motherfucker like me. And they're like, get in this tank. And you're like, can't. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that was kind of like with us. It's like if like for for radio operators, if you're out in the like out in the field, you're carrying 40, 50 pounds more in batteries on top of your pack. And a lot of our packs were 80 pounds at the very minimum. Like that was the lowest my pack ever was was yeah. like 80 pounds. And it's like, all right, so you got to carry 120 pounds. So you expect this. 110 pound person in general just a person yeah. in general whether it's male or female yeah to carry 120 really yeah, just like 120 you, you know to 130 like, pounds and it's like i'm not saying that they can't but don't you think it'd be beneficial to have you know 180 pound 200 pound dude that's or chick that's in good shape to carry that load because it's a lot easier on them than it is on people that are fucking 110 or 90 pounds and it just so happens that majority of females in the marine corps because the Marine Corps stresses, you know, your people come out looking fucking Ethiopian from boot camp because you just run so damn much that you're fucking light as shit when you come out for the most part. And it's like women lose that weight a lot faster because their bodies just go through it differently than males yeah. do. And fuck, we all lost. I fuck. I lost so much fucking weight in the military. Uh, compared to when I was in high school and I was in good shape. I played basketball and football. Like I was a fucking animal on sports. Like I loved, or I didn't love running, but I was damn good at it. And I still lost weight. I didn't even know I had weight to lose. Yeah. So I got just skinny like, fat and basic. Skinny <laughs> fat. You had yeah. Like Cause the, like, I, they, like I didn't get any good, sort of good, like uh muscular workouts, but I did a ton of cardio. So it was like, I just got like skinny fat, like a lot, a lot of lost a lot of my muscle, but got really good at running. Cause I actually joined for like a, basically a special forces type job. And I ended up failing out later, but uh, I was like, before I joined basic, I like got really good at swimming, really good at running. I think I did like something like all like close to almost 40 pull-ups in a minute, like for my fucking test to join wild. Cause they make you do the test for like the past yeah. test is what they call it. And like, I was like insane good shape. That was like one of the only times in my life I had a six pack. I was ripped <laughs> like, and I fucking got in basic and like, they didn't really ever like yeah they do workouts and but it was like their workouts sucked ass 
Uh, and then like they didn't really ever give us pull up time. They never get pool time. And so we just did a shitload of running. Like my run got better. Like I probably shaved almost a minute off my run, but like yeah. everything else went to shit. So I got like skinny fat. Like I went from being like ripped <laughs> to skinny fat. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. It's like cool, I can run. <laughs> Yay! I'm so happy. Yeah, um, and the, the eating habits in basic are awful too. Yeah, so they're garbage. Either. Yeah, no, fucking you're just inhaling garbage. everything you can as quick as you possibly can, so. <laughs> just to get yeah. any amount of yeah. carbs in your body to like sustain you for the next till you can eat again. Yeah, exactly. with still peanut butter, it was like a, a NJ peeable offense to steal peanut butter from the chow hall and eat it in your bed. And I do it every fucking night because I was like, dude, I am losing so much weight. I feel like ass all the time. I need to steal these peanut butter packets. Like I was a fucking thief in boot camp stealing peanut butter, dude. I swear, I almost got a, I almost beat the shit out of someone over stealing peanut butter once. <laughs> Dude, we, no, I beat the shit out of somebody <laughs> for getting caught and stealing peanut butter. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't care that he stole I, it; it's that he got caught. And no, he, like, that's the thing. And, like, I and got he caught, called me like but... a, he called me like a bitch over something. I wouldn't even like. I, I don't remember what I even said. I, I was probably not even. He's like, "Fuck you, you bitch!" And I was like, twice his size, like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> Dude, that's the thing. You don't get mad at people for like doing the same thing that you do. You get mad at them because they got caught for doing it. Like that's what I got mad at. I was like, "Dude, it's so easy to fucking pull the wool over people's yeah. eyes. Just don't be a fucking dumb fuck about it." He like yeah. fell asleep eating the peanut butter and it was in his hand when he woke up. And I was like, "Yeah, are you fucking Dude, oh- you fat fuck?" <laughs> going back and like kind of like analyzing yourself in boot camp like you can see how easily like human beings can be like tricked into doing shit just like follow like they're like cattle but it's so crazy how like when you put 80 people in a room together how quickly people get so frustrated with each other like i mean i mean like it was like a weekend dude people were fighting i'm like whoa what's going on guys like we just got here (laughs) but (laughs) god damn dude yeah it really reveals human nature big time (laughs) and and it's funny too i know you uh i'm I'm sure you guys are the same thing where you had different like you had like uh element leaders and shit like that and like the guide on bears and so like you see people get drunk on power and like made up power and you're like dude who fucking cares you fucking loser yeah yes dude like, there was like a- five minutes ago this guy was like my friend we were allies and now he like just yelled at me i'm like what <laughs> dude they uh, uh we had all of our squad leaders got fired one day they just fired them all and they put new ones in and this dude that i was cool with he was one of the squad leaders and i, I was pretty chill with him and we were cool back and forth and then i took his job there was four of them what all four of them got fired and i got a place and he was like after that he never fucking talked to me again and he fucking hated me and i was like dude you're a bitch like every time i saw him after that i was like you're a fucking bitch and the next day like i didn't even want to be squad leader i was like this is this shit's for fucking plebs like i don't need this shit i don't fucking want it i don't even want to be here and i know it's all fake and uh i was like i don't want this squad leader job and the next day they brought them all back in you guys get a second chance kind of thing and he was just like all uppity about it after that. And I was like, dude, this guy's a fucking bitch. Like, and then I, I got to like, in our culminating event, we did a uh, pugil sticks and you know, you got to fuck each other up with pugil sticks and I got to fucking fight him and I beat the shit out of him in pugil sticks. <laughs> I got I pulled off of his ass. I don't know if you guys have the same experience, but I know when I first went to basic, I had in my head that I was like, I do want to take on leadership positions. I want to like, I want to become a good leader. I want to be able to like learn these things, blah, blah, blah. And it was coming from this like honest place. And then I learned real quick, real quick and quick. 
No, I don't. And it's not even necessarily that I didn't want to be a good leader. I realized, oh, the people in leadership don't become good leaders. Yeah. This is a good way to create shit leaders yeah. or, or just compliant people who do whatever you say. Like you learn real quick, like how it fucks with people's head. And don't yeah. get me wrong, there were like, don't get me wrong, there's some guys that were cool and you could tell they're like, uh, the fucking, you know, drill sergeants put me here, whatever. This shit's gay. Like, yeah, I'm just they doing what I can show. to help people are out. Yeah. And some people understand it, but some people get wrapped up in it. And you're like, yeah. oh, well, it's because the, fir- <laughs> the first time they've ever had any kind of power in their entire life. You know, yeah. like there's so many like the the joke about like, oh, I played Call of Duty. I could join the military. And then they do like that's a real thing. Like there's so many people that went to boot camp. We threw a dude in a fucking dryer one time because he was talking about how many kills he's going to get in uh, uh, fucking like in the Marine Corps. This dude was like a, a, a water, a bulk fuel water specialist or some shit like that. We're like, dude, you're never going to combat. You're going to give showers to everybody. Like, that's what you're going to do. You're going to clean water for people. Like, you're going to be our fucking custodian. And he was like, no, I played call. He literally said I played Call of Duty and we shoved him in a, a, a dryer. And this was before, like a couple years later, another kid got shoved in a dryer, but by the drill instructors. And he um, sued the Marine Corps and got Pretty a lot base, of money. From actually, it. Yeah. <laughs> I think he died. Yeah, he might have died. But oh, we guys died. Oh, do you guys remember when there was that big story a while back about like, uh, I don't know if this must have been around the time you guys were in. I know it's probably maybe a year or two, maybe even a little bit longer after I got a basic where there was a big thing about how like the basic, like the drill and sergeants were basically raping women. But it what I mean, you read the story though and you realize like, oh, it's not that clear cut. Like it's more that oh, these yeah. are guys in a position of power and these women are like, yo, what's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, that was a, that's that's a actually real thing. a huge thing. Uh, and it was, pro- I don't know. I mean, we didn't, honestly, we didn't see it maybe as much just because there's significantly less women that's in the Marine Corps than mm-hmm. in the Air Force. But, um, but no, that happened like all the fucking, God damn it, this pop up. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Anyways. Yeah. All there would be women that, I mean, like it was, it was very common, dude. I mean, it was always like some new PFC and then all of a sudden she's dating some fucking E4, E5. Yeah. And, but then, there would be, I mean, there was cases all the time. And at first, like, I don't know if it's like we're brainwashed from public school or whatever, but you kind of hear about like a rapist or like, oh, this guy's being accused of rape or whatever, or abusing his power or whatever. And then you kind of find out a lot more details. And it's actually like a lot, like a few times it was complete bullshit, like just yeah. complete bullshit. It's like the, and then you start like, questioning remember, it because you're like, yeah. Mm. And there almost creates this animosity too, because there's actually a lot of cases like that. That every time you would hear some rape charge, people would just go, "I bet she's lying." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it does it does a real disservice because I've actually had to deal with as an NCO women who were going through scenarios like that, and obviously you never know exactly what happened. But there were a couple scenarios where I'm like, I think she very well may be telling the truth. Um, and like, sure, yeah, I, I know everyone is already making assumptions. Um. And it's like, also then it's weird when you're like the one kind of helping out. Cause you kind of can't really jump in. Yeah. Cause it's like, that's a weird spot totally of being confidence. an NCO dude. Yeah. So you're like, I mean, I was more speaking of in the specifics of like drill sergeants. Cause they would have dudes yeah. who would be in charge of like fucking basic training units. Of oh, women. They, and you're yeah, like, yeah, what did you, you expect? Yeah. In the <laughs> Marine Corps, you don't have that. So you yeah. have, you have 
females that train females and males that train males. They have that now in the Air Force, but they yeah. didn't then. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think they're trying to change it in the Marine Corps. So like we're, yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we caught up to the times and uh, I'm sure knowing how the Marine Corps operates will revert back. I mean, to, me, uh, me and me and Luke. So we're on, and if, if you don't know this in the Marine Corps, if you go West coast, it's all dudes. So your boot yeah. camp's all dudes. And then your MCT training is all dudes as well. And MCT, if you don't know, is like for a bunch of pogues that don't get actual infantry training. It's like a quick expedient version of combat training for the pogues and the Marine Corps. Well, we would hear all the time from our East Coast friends. So they went to boot camp and there is women there, but they're in, they're all separate and like separate battalions, platoons for training or whatever. But then they come together at MCT. And if it like MCT is basically just boot camp part two, like they yeah, still treat you like shit. And you're just it's dirty all, all the time. Yeah, you're yeah. dirty. Like it's actually like almost worse than boot camp in a way, yeah. which is weird. But anyways, we would hear like our East Coast friends would come tell us like the whorish things that them and these women would do. I mean, when they're when you're in like a boot camp scenario, dude, and like both like attentions are high your adrenaline's kind of running all the time emotions are weird and then people get sexual you're fiends. 18 years old <laughs> yeah i mean dude it was i mean they were I fucking mean, in I, some weird spots yes porter john's dude weird like, things it's like after fucking, being in the field for fucking a couple of days dude, and like, in, yeah i know what you mean i was i remember it was in basic like i would like they had the, they had us together i mean not together together we'd have different units but like you would see them marching by and shit. And like, you would, I mean, this sounds like such a high level of thirst, but when you've been in like basic around like dudes and like, it just, you don't even see porn or anything. You're just like on like a next level. And you just like, like a unit of women would march by and you'd get a whiff. You'd be like, Oh yeah. <laughs> you could smell a woman, dude. We got to, so I got to 29 palms. There was this one dude that I got, got to 29 palms with to go to my MOS school. And it was like, like we got off the bus and he's like, there's women here. And I was just like, <laughs> oh my God. And then like literally 30 seconds later, a girl's walking back from the gym. And I was like, dude, you're fucking weird, bud. Like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? But then you could, like, you started to notice it. You're like, damn, you could smell and you could smell from a radius because you're not used to anything. And like, it's just, it's not like brand new smells. Everything smells the same in the military. So you're not used to that smell. And you're just like, oh shit like you can smell like the shampoo that's different or whatever and you're just like yeah, animalistic real quick yeah it's <laughs> yes. weird dude. yeah it's dude. When, super when, weird when i so i after so like the first four months of my marine Corps career i was in basically boot camp boot camp part two no female marines i literally never saw one so like my short four-month experience i didn't even think they necessarily existed i was like i, I see them on posters sometimes but like i don't think they're real and then I get to my, in, I get to Intel school in Damn Neck, Virginia. And then like the person like helping me check in was a woman Marine. And like all of the guys that got off the bus were all from the West Coast. And we're all just like standing there staring at her. And, and she's like, I know it's the first woman Marine you've ever seen. And we're like, <laughs> whoa, you exist. Like it was so weird. It was like a moment. And I didn't even realize it happened where I was like staring at this because it's just like it didn't seem right. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, because you just don't see any in boot camp and you don't see any in MCT. Like it's so separated on the West Coast that it's just like I actually thought that there was like three of you in the entire Marine Corps. <laughs> it was super weird. Dude, we had a basic we had like a dry cleaner. So we would drop off like our dress blues and shit. 
and like they had chicks there and i remember thinking they were so fucking hot and like and being like oh my fuck they're so like and like i'd be like laying in bed like thinking about them later i know this is like such high levels of thirst and i remember later after like i think i saw them because like they gave you the couple days off like when you graduated or what not off but you kind of got out and i think i got a couple out of my system you know cranked the queue a few out and then i saw them <laughs> later and i was like Dude, what the fuck was wrong? They're oh. goddamn hideous. Dude, we, we come back from the haircut line where they like literally gash your head open and uh, they'd be like old like Hispanic ladies or old like Korean ladies or, you know, Filipino or whatever. And they're like old and they're not good looking at all. And you'd have guys that come back to the, uh, you know, to the barracks and stuff afterwards. And you, they'd be sitting there like, dude, I'd. I'd fuck the shit out of her if she gave me a chance. Like, blah, 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 blah. And this is why, like, this is why Marines are so fucking decrepit, dude. This is why we're so, like, fucked. They literally just try to piss you off as much as possible that you have no standard of living and no standard of anything in your life that you're just like, yeah, dude, I'd do it. Whatever. It's whatever. It's yeah, dude, cool. your standards for everything just go down. Like, yeah. it's instantly. And it's so Food, weird. We, we, we call it, like, women. field field goggles, field goggles. When, you're, when you're like in the field doing training like playing in the sand and you're just fucking around or whatever for some training op and it goes like longer than three weeks at like week two there's someone like yeah i'd fuck her and then like, like dude she's like a one like she's nothing and if we were back at base you would definitely not do this like you wouldn't even do this drunk and you're we, saying it now we call yeah. them two ten twos uh two two at home ten when you're deployed two when you get back <laughs> yeah exactly yeah exactly dude, it's so yeah. bad it's i so likely was pretty bad. good at avoiding that but it was like i, I was, know when I was deployed you would see because for me, I guess it's just more I'm just like, I'm not putting in that kind of work to get like hideous puss. Like, don't get me wrong. Like if she had come at me and like be like, you want it. But it's like, like I'm a I feel like if I'm going to be honest with myself, I'm like somewhere between a six and a seven. So like and this fucks up the number system so much. So like having like <laughs> one chick to like a thousand or like a hundred yeah, dudes or whatever. Dude, exactly. And it's, you got to think like, OK, like I get how this works. And there's a dude who's like, obviously like objectively way better looking than me. That's probably like sniffing her asshole all the yeah. fucking time. So oh, yeah. me to be like, I'm going to jump in here. And even then I also realized there's that aspect of not hounding her is probably to some extent makes you more likely. It's like this weird catch 22. Yeah. Like if you chase her, you're going to probably not going to get her, but if you don't chase her, you probably won't get her either. So. Yeah. But, yeah. The, but then talk- at least, at least you don't have the hope. So it's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. 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 We talk about this all the time. Cause like, in Okinawa, Japan, which was so our first like year there, um, we had like basically no fun off base. Yeah. Like you couldn't just you I mean, let me rephrase. You weren't allowed to go off base and stay overnight and whatever. You had to like sign in. Like, I don't know, there's this huge incident in Japan where someone like raped this Japanese a contractor local. too. Yeah, it made like this huge thing. So they like locked down the military in Japan. So like the first year we were there, we couldn't even like drink off base. Um, we you couldn't stay overnight, like all, all this craziness, couldn't get a car. Uh and so like I don't know. And then we were on base, and I mean, there's just not that many females, but these females, dude, that were like between ranging between like threes, and I mean, there was a few hot chicks, I would say. But, like, the threes would just go through dudes. 
yeah just, just fucking go, go. like dude they were dating like they were hoeing left and right and everyone like anyone that wasn't completely blurred from their like animal instincts yeah. like everyone was like dude how is this chick getting these dudes because like objectively speaking these dudes are like seven and eights and she's just went through like 10 of them in a <laughs> month like how is this possible and it's We're like two in a dude, night <laughs> dude, if you yeah, yeah sometimes and if you are like an ugly chick i tell you join the military like yeah, you no, will yeah. get every fucking dude you want. Like yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to be ugly and bang hot dudes, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you probably could marry him too. I mean, if you play your cards right, you manipulate the situation. If you're home station, probably I mean, you might have a harder time. But yeah, you know, you catch them while you're deployed. Yeah, or or tech school. I can't tell you how many dudes that like. Uh, I, mean, I don't know if what you, you I guess uh, I don't remember what you guys said, but your equivalent for tech school, basically where you learn yeah, your job, where they light up a little, where they lighten up a tad. Yeah. Uh, there, I knew multiple dudes who got married when they were in tech school. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, dude. dude, you're just like, you're literally putting the p- pussy in a pestle right now, dog. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's so bad. The biggest simps are fucking military dudes, dude. They're the fucking biggest simps. And dude, it was so bad that there were, we had male docs that were cross dressers show up after the night of a ball. And half the dudes were like, I'm going to fuck that chick tonight. And we're like, dude, that's fucking so-and-so from the navy like that's our that's our doc from our unit and he's like no it's not and it's like (laughs) yeah but it was like no it's not and then i was like no it is and then he looks and he's like let's still fuck him and it's like damn bro like all right like go after it dog dude like you do you i don't know it was just the fucking wildest thing i think like all the fucked up shit in the marine corps like i i was always like um i wasn't like a super good kid i was kind of like an anti-authority kid um, so going to the Marine Corps was fucking wild to my parents. They were just like, what the fuck? But I think it kind of led me to, you know, like libertarianism and anarchism in, in general, because I was just like, it just pushed me so much further down that I was just like, damn, this is not intelligent. And then, and then I was like, why is it not intelligent? Cause I could feel that it was wrong. Like I could feel like things were wrong in it. And I was like, why, why do I feel this way? And then I'd start looking up more things, looking at more things. And I'm like, all right, this is why. And then I'd find certain people that I liked and blah, 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 blah. Is that kind of how you came to it? Or like, how'd you get to this whole libertarian anarchist sphere? Uh, I, 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 once again, I was talking to Justin about this yesterday. And, and I, I actually kind of thought about it more. And it kind of made me realize, I, I don't know if I necessarily could say exactly I think it was maybe I was already kind of prone to in that way. I was kind of getting more into yeah. podcasts. I was like more in the conservative, like when I, I was like listening to Crowder, Shapiro, shit yeah. like that. And I, but I kind of went down that rabbit hole and I guess I kind of like, I f- like we were talking about for like a lot of the infantry guys to see that, see crazy shit. A lot of times I feel like that kind of shakes you out of it quicker. Yeah. And you don't need this like deep theory and shit like that. But for me, yeah. it was like almost like I needed it. Cause it was like more like it's a normal job and shit, you know? Yeah. So like, yeah, I, I don't, I can't necessarily say I attribute it entirely to it, but it definitely accompanied it as I went along. You know, that's kind of how so. it was for me. It wasn't so much that it was like the leading factor, but it fuck it helped. Like I was just yeah. like, Oh, like, look, this is, this is the epitome of what the federal government is. And I always had a problem with like the federal government. Like I, I never knew exactly what I had a problem with. I had a problem with Democrats for certain reasons, but I probably leaned more liberal. That's just how I grew up. I was more liberal, more Democrat. Um, but I, I, cause I couldn't stand the Republicans. And then um, like going through the military, I definitely got more conservative mm-hmm. um, in my thinking. And I was like, God, this is a lot of this is stupid. 
And, uh, and then I, same thing like that Ben Shapiro Crowder, like that sphere. I was like, Oh, this is interesting. I like what these guys are saying. And then they would say some things. And I was like, ah, I don't think that's right either. Like, I just don't think that they're hitting the right spot. Yeah. And that kind of led me to like, look for more things. And then I finally found like, like typo. And I always say it was like, Gary Johnson was one of the big people that we saw <laughs> first. And it's so fucking funny. Cause now we're like, Gary Johnson is a joke. Oh like, God, yeah. you know, but it was just like one of the first things that we saw and it was like the catchphrase was easy and it made sense and blah, 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 blah. And fuck. I don't know. It what was, was his catchphrase, a, you know, uh, fiscally, fiscally conservative. Oh, that was his liberal. thing. Oh yeah. God. So Dude, like, I would that repeat big, that shit. Yeah, so I, like, say, I said it to my no. fucking parents, bro. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, like, no, I, yeah. Okay. yeah. The, well, the military made me so like, I came from a conservative family and the military made me so spiteful of the military that like when fucking people said like, thank you for your service and like, and like all that shit, I like, it pissed me off. Dude, I, I hate just, that like, shit. I did not do anything. Like this is before I was like, even like an anarchist or yeah, anything like that. This is just hating I the just, military. It made me yeah. so spiteful and made me like rethink. Cause like I grew up in a military family like every like my grandpa's in world war ii so like my whole world like fucking fell apart when i joined the marine corps and i realized like this is fucking bullshit dude and yeah i i, I mean i would just say that like the marine corps really pushed me to be like anti-authoritarian like yeah. coming out toward the end like that's probably why i chose anarchism yeah the, the, the thank you for service it, it like drove me nuts even when i was like in that like more bought into it because even yeah. then i'm like dude i i fix planes like i mean i'm just some dude like i get it's like a basically a nine to five in a yeah. lot of ways like I, I okay and but now it's more like even there's still more that's like it's almost borderline weirdly like i know it's not meant that way it's borderline like a slap in the face now because you're like dude i literally like was taking your fucking tax dollars and providing nothing of service oh yeah no that's exactly <laughs> how it is now yeah, yeah. you deploy now huh yeah i deployed i only deployed once sometimes which is actually not that normal for my career field usually people deploy a few times but i, I mean when i deploy i just like our job we just do the same thing while we're deployed like i know a lot of times you guys marines will like you'll be like an electrician or whatever and even when you deploy you're like well here's a rifle <laughs> yeah like uh, for yeah. us it's like no you're legit doing your job over there so i fit, work on planes and then we deploy and you're like go work on those planes. Right. <laughs> you're just, when, I mean, it's actually kind of more chill. If anything, in some ways it's kind of almost cooler deploying. Cause you're like way, well, they're way less to deploy too. <laughs> yeah. It's way, way more relaxed. So you don't have like, you know, leadership's usually generally kind of cooler in some ways. So yeah. it's like, you don't have to deal with all the, the red tape and stuff. And I don't know, in some ways it's cooler, but in a yeah. lot of ways it's gay that's, too. So that's kind of how we are. But I was going to ask, like, when you were deployed, did you feel like you were contributing to something? No. I mean, no. I mean, I guess I was a little bit more aware at that time was going on because, I mean, for me, I was actually legit, like, working on planes. I was literally launching them out and they were they were out there, you know, doing stuff. So yeah. I guess, in a sense, I was directly contributing to the shit going on. So, I mean, I guess if I had some great patriotism or if I believed in the mission, I guess I could have been like, you know, I'm actually doing something, but like, so, I mean, I guess maybe there's some merit of the thank you for my service. So I buy into that, like that whole line of logic, but I mean, even then, I mean, I don't know, not, not really. And I, I, I don't know. It was for me, it was just fixing planes, send them out, but I, I don't know. Like, I guess in some sense that kind of fucked with me more. Cause eventually once you realize what we're doing and you're like, yeah. Oh, like, 
I was the one sending those jets up. Like, you're like, oh shit, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and then laugh about it with your friends yeah. and you cry when you're too drunk. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just fucking probably sent up a, j- a jet that refueled another jet that probably bombed a fucking Yemeni kid. <laughs> God damn. Cool. Yeah, dude. yeah <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a wild, it's such a, like, the way things work and the way that you can, like, your mind can connect things is, it gets wild, especially in, in situations like that. And it just like, you're just like, fuck dude. Like you can, you end up contributing to a problem that you like, didn't realize was a problem at first and you volunteered for it. So you're like, I'm to blame. Like you blame yourself kind of. And then it's, it takes a while to get over that. It takes a fucking minute to get over that. And then once you get over it, because you're like, well, I can't fucking destroy the rest of my life and be like this mopey sack of shit and just always feel pity for myself like it's you just it's like all right i really didn't know what the fuck i was doing that's what we try to explain to a lot of libertarians it's like fuck man i don't know what the fuck i was i didn't know what i was fucking doing and like i'm not saying that that's an excuse all the time but for people that weren't directly in certain scenarios like it you can't blame yourself for fucking everything yeah, I mean, you kind of get the point. Where you're like, well, I mean, I might as well take the Ron Swanson approach and just like, well, I'm here. I mean, might as well just like do the bare minimum. Yeah, uh, you know, kind of deal. But hey, guys, I gotta get moving. It's getting a little bit late. Uh, yeah. The wife's wanting to go to bed, so she's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, dude. Uh, yeah. So, but, but hey, I, appreciate I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thanks for oh, coming on, man. And then um, we'll have to. I think we're gonna be on a uh, Slurp Gang this weekend. So. A surf game? Yeah, we'll have to get you on Tower Gang at some time. That'd yeah. be that'd be fun. We're starting to figure out what the hell we're gonna do now that uh <laughs> we keep getting dinged by YouTube, so we're trying to figure I out ways that. around it. So yeah, we've had two taken down so far. So I think that I think the first one's a warning, the second one's a strike, and I think it's like three strikes, and you're really screwed. I don't know. Yeah, we we're trying to figure one. out ways around. We have it. four yeah. videos on there, and we've gotten one taken down already. So yeah, uh, <laughs> oh, you only have four on YouTube. You already have one taken down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, hey, I've, never, I've never had any taken down on my show, so I'm kind of blown away by that. But I don't, I'm not as uh, provocative as uh, as Tower Gang is for yeah, sure. So Tower Gang. go ahead and uh, <laughs> drop sense. your plugs and shit real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have the No Way Jose show. I'm on YouTube on all the major podcatchers. I'm on Odyssey as well. If you, someone out there, would like to give me money, I like money. Patreon.com says No Way Jose 2020. Uh, go check out Top Lobster stuff. He's the man. Uh, go use Jose at checkout for fucking ten uh, percent off. And yeah, that's uh, really all I got. Oh yeah, Twitter at, at Galley San Jose. If you want to follow me there, I have I I, I clown up in that bitch. So you have, it's fun. <laughs> it's so. always fun to watch. Hey, yeah. <laughs> again, thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll have to do it again. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me, man. All right, later, dude. All right, see ya. Have a good one, dude. All right, you too.